Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington and... I'm Bill Knight. Election day. Are you, are you going to the polls? Oh, you gotta Strange go to the polls. Did happen there. You gotta go to the polls. If you don't if go to the polls... together to the voting booth. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting his song. <laughs> no, but if you don't go to the polls, you, you really don't have a right to complain for the next two years, really. You gotta go. I know it's a yeah, pain. You got to go. You may, your vote may not count. That's true. We got a story about that too. Uh, yesterday, before we go any further, this was interesting. Uh, there was a rally that Trump did in Ohio for JD Vance, who's running for Senate, right. and uh, the media was there thinking he was going to make a major announcement, and he made a quasi-major announcement. Listen, specifically including the election of all the people that I'm going to name. I'm going to be making a very big announcement on Tuesday, November 15th at Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida. We want nothing to detract from the importance of tomorrow. You understand that, J.D.? What's amazing, yesterday was a Monday night, and it was packed again. The guy has had mm -hmm. three straight days of rallies, uh, one in Latrobe, PA, one in Miami, Florida, and one in Ohio. And every single one of them had, what, 30,000 people? Amazing. Yeah. Now, the one in Latrobe, the DOJ is going, well, he admitted it. Finally, we got evidence. He admitted it about Mar-a-Lago and the documents that he shouldn't have taken the documents. Now, what Trump said was, and you'll love this one, he goes, many presidents before have taken documents. They've declassified taken documents. Right. I heard him say that. Yeah. Okay. What the DOJ is saying is that is... He's promoting the false story, the lie. In other words, no president has ever taken documents and declassified them before. And you know what he followed it up with? Like five seconds later, I really should have taken stuff. He said the same thing, by the way, last night. You know, Trump is not deterred by these these threats from the DOJ and, and the FBI. If he feels he's on the right path, he he stays the course. Mm -hmm. And other people would have been, you know, they would have been uh, sidelined earlier on because of these subtle threats from the government. You know, you don't well, you don't say what what they just said, like you said. Uh, well, he admitted, unless you're trying to intimidate somebody. You know. Well, you know, my son. You know, he mentioned you know because Elon Musk and all these. People from Twitter and they're quitting and all of that yeah. stuff, you know, because they just, we don't like it. It's not the way we do things at Twitter. <laughs> so I quit and yeah. I'm suing you because you're not giving me anything. California, you have the right to fire somebody without cause. Bye-bye. Good night. Uh, good, good night. Don't let the door hit you in the butt on the way out. Yeah. And that's what, what happened there. And they're suing. And I said, well, you know what? The, the woke left is going to make something out of it. They, they hate Elon Musk. And they're going after him. He goes, oh, no, no, no. No judge in the world would take that. And I'm going, you haven't been a pay paying attention to the news because yeah. there is a liberal judge that will bend the law, change the law, do what he has to, 
to spank Elon. The thing is, and this is something the left has to consider, you're suing the what? The richest man in the world. When you have that kind of resource behind you, how long can you drag something out? You can drag something out for a decade, maybe, if you wanted to. Court appeal after court appeal. Can these guys afford to take it to the Supreme Court if they want to? Elon, Elon Musk can. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't think they realize. I've had, you know, in my lifetime, you live long enough, you end up either being sued or sued by somebody, right? Well, I've been sued. <clears throat> so, yeah. So you got to know that that things like this happen. And but you have limited resources if you're an average man, you know, when you're suing the big guys, you know, the government or something like that, you're going to lose. Even if you win, you're going to lose because the only people that make money are the attorneys. That's right. And so you you sue them and you sue them and you spend money for your lawyers and you sue them again. And maybe after a while you win. But after a while, when you sit back and look at what you won. After your, your lawyer has gotten 40%, after you've been paying fees all along, you really didn't win a heck of a lot. You just beat yourself up for a considerable period of time with uh, anxiety. Because those things, are, you know, no matter who sues you, no matter mm-hmm. what you're being sued for, it's, it's something which takes a toll on your body. It takes a toll on you. And... Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not an easy thing. So you, when you hear about these people saying we're going to sue Elon Musk, good luck with that. You know, I, I don't think the, you're going to have a lot of luck. The funny thing is, is you look at the whoopies and and all these uh, these elite stars. They're going, we don't like Elon. That's it. I'm done. I quit. I'm leaving Twitter. What a sanctimonious thing to say. That's a look at me statement. You know yeah. what? Don't announce it. Just quit. Yeah. Go by. You know, yeah, don't they, let the door hit you in the butt on the way out. Say bye bye. You know, and then he can ban their account forever. You know, if you don't like the guy, uh, Elon's got strong, thick skin. He doesn't care. You know, the shoe is on the other foot now. For years, they've been the ones sitting around seeing good people getting kicked off the platform and, and them making you know comments about it. Hmm. They have been social media clutter, social media driftwood. For the last four, six years, whatever. I mean, since 2016, yeah. because you know that's when they, they they first started doing it, and nobody paid attention. You know, when somebody goes, you know, oh well, if Trump wins, I'm moving to Canada. Hey, don't let you the don't door hit you in the ass. You know what? I won't miss you. I don't really care. The border's right up there. Just tear you know, your Bill, ass out of here. These these clowns, these these entertainers who make those statements. They make them very publicly, very vocally, but they never follow up. They never yeah. leave. If so-and-so gets into office, I'm leaving the country, but they never go. No, they don't. They don't They don't live up to their word and their promise, and I wish they would and get the hell out of here Yeah, because they're part of the problem. Hey, there may be a distraction uh, in play for mm-hmm. um, the election. Yeah. You didn't, uh, throw, you didn't throw your Powerball numbers away, did you? No, I didn't. As a matter of fact, I heard about that. They won't tell you what state screwed up, by the way. You notice that? They're not mm-hmm. going to say, it's our policy. We don't uh, We don't talk about the state that is having the issue. Um, why not? I'm just saying, why, 
What's the big deal? Uh, what happened was one of the states didn't didn't get all of their collection information together uh, at the deadline, meaning they had 48 states who are members of the Powerball, but one of the states just didn't didn't figure out how much money they had and where it came from. They didn't have everything. All the eyes dotted. That sounds suspicious to you. Sounds no. It sounds like it sounds like the same people who screwed up the Powerball are going to be counting the election votes. That's well, what it sounds you know, number like. Number one, yeah, and, and it sounds like the fix is in. Somebody they're going to set up this win. You know what they should do is say, okay, everybody that has Powerball tickets, however many you got, bring them in, and you will. We won't take them back. We will issue you, and like I got three tickets. They should issue me three more tickets and That's new right. tickets. And then my old tickets and my new ones will now be all considered in the Powerball. Yeah, it changes the odds. But you know what the hell? You guys screwed up. If I screw up, I have to pay you. It's you a know? it's a billion nine hundred million dollars. When it's okay, this you, when it's this much money, Bill, seriously, in my humble opinion, it, it there should be a point that you get to that where they have two jackpots, meaning, you know, the grand prize isn't just one jackpot. It becomes two. And then if it gets to another point, it becomes three. So you can have maybe four or Multiple five winners, jackpot big winners. winners. Yeah. Well, okay. Do you know how it's paid out? Uh, probably they give you a dollar a day for a billion years. Well, yeah, what know. they do is it's basically, I, I, I guess it's the way they still do it. They buy an annuity for that amount of money. Yeah. What that means is I walk in and go, hey, I got the winning ticket. I'm $1.9 billion richer. And they go, no, 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 no. No, Mr. Knight, you're not. No. We paid $750 million for that annuity. We will cash it out for that or a little bit less than that $750 Now, if you want, million. if you want the $1.9 billion, you can get you it get in payouts over 20 years. check. For 20 years. Yeah. Uh, personally, I'll take the cash, which means... Automatically, like you said, Bill, they save uh, several hundred billion dollars because they're not going to pay the whole amount. Uh, but yeah, they'll cash in that ticket and they'll hold the annuity and pay it out to the organization itself. And if they ever close it, all that money that's you know, in the conference. That will make for an interesting story because if they can steal the elections, can they steal, mm -hmm. steal $1.9 billion? I'm just saying, they use computers in the uh, Powerball jackpot. Is the temptation so great for somebody out there who has figured out a way to beat the system and to win? I'm not saying it'll be somebody who works for the Powerball or anything like that, but it might be an uncle somewhere. There might be there might be a friend down the road who suddenly wins. I'm just there saying. was a movie about that uh, based out of Pennsylvania because it really did happen. Well, here that happened. It was uh, they used to have yeah. a drawing at Channel Four in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and uh, one of the guys I won't mention any names. I think the guy who was involved is deceased now, but uh, uh, they they actually put I believe it was white paint in one of the balls or two of the balls. So it, when they when it was spinning around, it didn't. It had too much weight to be vacuumed to up the pipe to become a winning ball. Only the balls that they wanted were selected. And, of course, they had, yeah. the numbers were, and this is the truth. Tell me this isn't satanic. The number was 666. 
666, the Powerball, that was the, the, the winning number. And initially, somebody won a couple million bucks. And then somebody figured out that somebody had injected paint in the uh, in the power in the whatever numbers they used. I think I forgot what the uh, the lottery was called back then, but it was a big scandal, and they changed the way the system was done. But every time they change the system, you know, there's some smart, devious little mind out there that's working on a way to beat it. You know, no, it, it always happens, and yep. that's just the way it is. Get used to it, forget it. It's, they say the odds of winning the lottery are actually you have a better chance of being struck by lightning twice hmm. than, and with my luck, Bill, I will be struck by lightning twice. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go outside if I were you no. <laughs> on a rainy day because uh, lightning true. is. Uh, there's a song Striking from uh, again. yes, yeah, Lou Christie. Um, Out of Moon, Pennsylvania. Well, he's in New York now. They are preparing us for a delay for today's election results. Honest to goodness. Oh, just, yeah. uh, it's amazing. Mark Elias. You may have heard the name. Yeah. He's Hillary Clinton's confidant and, I guess, lawyer. And he's part of the Hillary cabal. Mm-hmm. And she's he's an insider. He was a guest on MSNBC. And he's, he was softening the dirt. He was tilling the soil a bit, getting us ready for the idea that uh, there won't be any final tally by tonight. It may take a couple of days. Listen. Just explain what that is and and what election night could look like. Sure. So, look, we're not going to know the outcome in a number of the key battleground states on election night because states are receiving not just election day votes, people voted on election day, but also people who might have voted early in person where those have not been fully tabulated. But most importantly, it's the people who vote by mail. Um, And those mail-in votes take longer to tally because there are, Nicole, and this is one of the perverse things about the Republican argument, vote-by-mail ballots are the ballots most subjected to the greatest scrutiny. They are the most likely to be rejected for technicality. So that process of scrutinizing them and, frankly, rejecting them takes more time. They are, they are the, the ballots take the longest count. And, of course, those ballots are increasingly um, more likely to be of Democrats. So as those ballots are tallied, you're going to see more and more Democratic votes come in and their vote share increase. I just saw you know, a video someone tweeted out at me um, of Steve Bannon talking to Doug Mastriano today, and they were repeating the big lie. And Mastriano was like, you know, we can send a man to the moon. Why can't we tally? We, we should be able to tally all the votes on election day and we shouldn't count anything after election day. Well, the reason why we can't count them all by election day Doug Mastriano, is because the Republican legislature in the state doesn't allow the pre-processing of those ballots until 7 a.m. on election day. You know, if you pre-tally votes, you know, that is a setup for a steal. If you carry the tally after the election, that's a setup for the steal. And what they're saying is, yeah, you know, these all these people coming out, yeah, it doesn't look good, but the Democrats have a chance to take it all in a surprise, and they are saying, oh, well, it, 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 it ain't going to be pretty when they do. But they say it's going to be all those votes that were dropped off and mailed in that get counted. Listen, and I'm like going, I know a lot of people that mailed in their votes, and not a single one is going for a Democrat. Oh, that's because you only know Republicans. 
point is, I know a lot of people on both sides of the fence. And the the cards aren't in it, if you really want to be honest, for the Democrats. But, you know, they control the lever. It's uh, Election Day. But yesterday, uh, in Alameda County, California, um, election integrity issues, would you believe? Uh, on Tuesday... Eight members of the Alameda County Republican Party Election Integrity Committee testified at the regular meeting of the Alameda County Board of Supervisors concerning the serious problems relating to security of the vote in the upcoming elections. They said, uh, and here's a list of the failures that they observed. Uh, Number one, observers have not been allowed sufficiently close access to view opening of envelopes and inspection of ballots Uh, They have been forced to look through a window 15 to 25 feet away. If that sounds familiar, that's exactly what happened in uh, Philadelphia in 2020. Also, when observers have asked to see where ballots are brought in from the drop boxes and from the U.S. Postal Service, they have not been allowed to do so. Similarly, uh, observers are not allowed to observe how ballots are stored prior to being processed. Uh, and, and it goes on and on. There's a list. There's five li- five things here that they, they list as being uh, problems. And I don't know whether they're being addressed. I think it's like they're yelling into the wind, you know. We saw the same thing happen in 2020. We saw people looking in to uh, the ballot area and being kept at a distance. We, we saw, as a matter of fact, people standing outside looking through a plate glass window. And we saw... We saw people inside come up with big cardboard uh, pieces and cover the window. So they couldn't see what was happening inside. Uh, they didn't have a legitimate reason for doing that. No, and that, that's kind of the point that uh, that I was making. And Joe is even touting, well, you know, a record number of people are coming out to vote and all of this stuff. It's really amazing how the guy that's the biggest liar in the world and always has been you know, drew the biggest vote there ever was, and now the Democrats, they're in trouble. They're in trouble, let's face it. We know it. It's in the news. Even mainstream media can't deny that they are in trouble. But yet a record number of people are coming out, and I think it will be a record number. But they're going to take and lie and twist how these numbers voted, and that's why they're doing exactly what they did last time. You know, when we say they perfected the steel, all they're doing is – protecting the camouflage so you don't yeah. see the steel. No, I, I can't see uh, it being a straight election. I, I, no, I it's hear, not. I hear uh, these pundits on television talking about how it's going to be a big red wave and the Republicans are going to take it in a landslide. And every time I hear that, I cringe because I keep seeing what happened in 2020 go over and over in my mind. It's going to happen again. At least they're going to try to have it happen again. Whether they are successful, I don't know. But they're, they're, they're not going to st- stay by the sa- the sidelines. They're not going to no. just let everything slip out of their fingers. They want to retain control and power. Nancy Pelosi wants to be the speaker tomorrow or or in January, you know, when they yeah. when they switch over. And there's a damn good chance the old bat will still be the speaker. Fetterman will probably be in the Senate because, you know, he he and his attorneys and uh, a whole line of Democrats yeah. all filed lawsuit yesterday in Pennsylvania. Oh, I know. You know. Stating that, well, you know, it's not fair that those undated, 
early mailed in ballots yeah. or unaccounted for ballots with no return addresses aren't being counted. Okay. Wait a the second. The rules say you That's do this. Exactly this, this, right. And this, and yet, is, this is not a surprise bill. This shouldn't be a yeah. they, they had these rules in place for years. But you know, there's a judge sitting there that they've got appointed or probably Soros helped pay for. Well, you know, it's not fair to these people that we don't even know who they are, but they are, their vote, vote should count. No, it shouldn't. That is probably a fake vote. Well, no, we're going to count them and then Fetterman will get in. I did hear a talk show host that I listen to every morning out of Boston, Jeff Cooner. Uh, usually he was pretty optimistic, but he was cautiously optimistic today. The The reality said, set in, I think, that there's a good chance that they're going to they're going to try to steal the election. I think a lot of people are starting to remember what happened in 2020. The people who are saying the big red wave are now saying, well, it, it could look good for the Republicans if everything goes well, you know? Well, I'm going to say that Cooner was wrong in that statement. Dead wrong. It's not a good chance. There's an absolute positively, it's absolutely positively going to happen. Yeah. They have, they're going to, do their damnedest to steal it. Yeah. I mean, they still, yeah. you know, Trump goes to a rally last night on a Monday and draws 30 or 40,000 people. They're just having a great old time. And Biden goes with Obama to a, a civic arena over the weekend, and they have to partition the arena in half with a huge curtain and then block off sections of the area they are using with large American flags Give, to give the illusion that there are a lot of people there and that they've packed the place, when in reality, they've done nothing of the sort. The place is half empty. If that, maybe it's two-thirds empty. Please. Well, get ready for it. I don't think it's going to happen tonight. They're gonna, there's going to be something that uh, helps delay and distract you. Could be the, uh, the, the, you know, the Powerball lottery is, as a distraction. Maybe not. I don't know. There's legitimate speculation now that there's going to be civil unrest. They're going to try to blame it on the right causing the civil unrest. You know, historically, our side are the law-abiding side. We're not the Black Lives Matter yes. Antifa. We don't go burning cities down and uh, raising hell. The right are the people who pay their taxes who serve in the military and are all American have flags on their front lawn. That's what the right is. So, mm -hmm. but they're going to try to make it look like we've had enough and we're going to go out in the street. I still think that January 6th was instigated by the left wearing Trump hats, MAGA hats, and things like that. And that's why Pelosi needs to be questioned, subpoenaed, and up there and not questioned by her Democrat buddies. Because she had something to do with it. Hell, she's in the news now over her husband. Uh, I think Megyn Kelly called her out on it with MSNBC, you know, uh, covering up the lie. But the simple fact is they made a videotape disappear. And apparently, um, you know, Nancy had something to do with it because it paints and it paints a different story for Paul. Hey, ICE, know, wants, ICE wants to interview uh, DePape. ICE wants to interview this illegal, and mm. the state of California is blocking it. ICE has not been able to interview this illegal immigrant. 
There should be Why? no question about that. They're ICE. They had that right. Nope. So There's more to this picture than meets the eye, and Nancy is an evil woman, and uh, Paul is, uh, he's just, he's a kind guy, but he's hes a guy that's uh, going through his th- second or third childhood. All right, let's paint a scenario for a second, Bill. Let's, let's say the government comes out and says, look, there's been problems with this election. There's been corruption. Uh, there have been, there's been cheating. There's been turmoil. We're going to invalidate the entire election and postpone it for uh, three to six months. What do you do? What do you think would happen? Well, you know, I, I mean, would I, you put it past this government? No, and I, and I think what would happen is that we would have a split conservative side. Some that says enough is enough. That you know, and they're going to do something. The other half goes, well, let me just be patient and I'll wait and see what happens. Maybe being patient and waiting to see what happens. You know, we've done that too many times and nothing good has come from it. So there is a time for everything. When that time is, I can't tell you when it is. That's something you've got to decide. But I just I can't know see that them. people are going to put up with this crap anymore. I just can't see them giving up all this power. I mean, it's an enormous amount of power. Enormous amount of power. They own and run the entire government right now. The House and the Senate and the executive branch, they have an incredible amount of power. They can do just about anything they want. And if they follow the rules and they lose the election, in the snap of a finger, they become a target. Don't you think for one second that they're not going to have a January 6th committee hearing in January and February, but it will be staffed by different people with different questions and different witnesses who don't want to be questioned. Trust me. Well, you know, we've got the beast trapped in a corner. And if they play by the rules and they lose and, you know, they, they take their licks and in January, power changes hands. But do they still have power between what, what, whatever the results are from today until January? Of course they do. Joe has, and Joe's not up for election, so he's still got the pen with the executive order. So he can do a lot of bad damage between now and then and thereafter. Are they still in office? Could they come up with a quick piece of legislation, change laws, and all of a sudden manipulate things to stay in power? See, what Congress has, you have to remember this, Congress has the money. Mm -hmm. So you can write all the executive orders you want, but if you don't get it funded by Congress, if you don't get these things funded, you're screwed. Look at the war in the Ukraine. Let's say Joe says, no, we're going to continue giving out uh, large sums of money to the Ukraine. And if the Congress is run by conservative Republicans, they can say, no, we're not going to write the check. You can make all the promises you want to these people, but it ain't going to happen. Okay, what I'm saying is, though, they have the ball until January. Now, they can still do things with that ball between now and then. Oh, yeah, and they will. So they could lose this election, say, yeah, we lost, but we have an emergency. This happened here. We have to act as responsible politicians representing you, of course, and protect you. 
Could they change some laws? Could they increase the size of the Supreme Court over the next two months? Could they make sure it? They could. could they make it from nine to sixteen justices or fifteen they justices? Could, do that. could they find a way to hold the power and not hand off the baton? I, I'm not sure. I do not know. That's a good question. Because a lot they there have been a lot of good questions out there that were answered in their favor. You know, oh, I didn't know they could do that. Well, they didn't know they could do it either. They made it up and they did it because they have control. And Again, that's what it, go I'm saying. it goes back to the fact that we are the party of law on our side. We follow the rules. They don't. But they say they're the party of law and we are a nation yeah, they of laws. Are. They're the party of law. The laws they make up. But they can make up new laws. So I don't. I think they feel very confident that one way by hook or crook, probably by crook and a little bit of hook too, they're <laughs> go, they're going to rope in a win. Well, uh, it, it, it's going to be an interesting night. I had a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, text. I should read you his message. Just I'll keep his name anonymous. Otherwise, he won't be my good friend anymore. Uh, yeah. But uh, he said. Uh, are you ready for the excitement tomorrow? This was yesterday. Uh, I said, ready as I'll ever be. How about you? He, he responded, and he's not normally this way. He says, prepping for the worst but praying for the best. If the Republicans win, the left is going to freak out. If the left wins, be prepared for reprisals. And this, is just a mm -hmm. this is just a friend of mine from down the street, an average, ordinary Joe like you and I, mm -hmm. right? And that was his response. So you gotta, you, you gotta wonder what's going to happen. He he kind of thinks something's going to happen no matter who wins tonight. Well, I, I believe that too. You know, we mentioned uh, might have been yesterday or one of the days here in the past podcast uh, that inflation and and a lot of things that happen to us, you know, and at the end of the day, are manufactured. We 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 have enough knowledge to know what's going on, and we can keep the economy trucking at a certain level, but uh, we never do. You know, it seems that we always manipulate. And somebody, and it was a Democrat that made the point, well, you know, sure, you guys could win the Congress and the Senate, but you're not going to beat inflation. You know, they're saying, yeah, you can get in there. And they're basically saying they're going to set it up, screw it up any which way that they can, that over the next two years, because people will vote. And if the Republicans get in and truly get in to take take over, they're going to go, now we expect some changes and the inflation to go down. But the stage has been set. It was a tool of the Democrats, and they're going to continue to use it. Bill, here's a problem I see, Mitch McConnell. I see him as a problem. He is Mi a problem. Mitch McConnell will become the majority leader of, of the Senate. And, and he'll help the Democrats. Well, he he has been nothing more. He has dragged his feet on just about everything. Mm -hmm. And is he going to be suddenly this adventurous uh, conservative who's going to fight for the right? No, I think he's going to continue doing what he's doing. He yeah, has, he's going to protect the left. He has more friends on the left, I think, than he has on the right. And mm -hmm. I don't know why. It's it's just automatic in in these uh, these houses. It's automatic. Well, Mitch has been the minority leader for two years, and now we won. He should be the majority leader. But they have to vote him. So why don't they vote yeah. somebody who's going to be a conservative? I I would suggest that somebody who 
who one promising change be put in that position. Well, this, the same goes, by the way, for Speaker. Yeah. You know, we always hear China, 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 China bad, which it is. China, China, China bad. They're, they're after us. Let's just be honest about this. You know, we talk about Joe. Oh, and there was a, a, a new revelation that somebody has direct evidence that Joe was definitely involved with China. Oh, yeah. And money there. But anyway, back to Mitch McConnell. He literally, physically is in bed with oh, yeah. China. Elaine Chow. Yes. Elaine Chow, former Secretary of Commerce, was, or is rather, his wife. Yes. Now, think about it. If you're a married couple, whether you're a man and a woman or a man and a man and a woman and a woman, there is the the woman of the relationship. Who is the boss in that relationship? Yeah. Well, Mitch her is father, with China. Her father is, I believe, the biggest shipping magnet in China. Yes, he is. He has offices in New York, and they like to say that he's based out of New York. But all of his assets, really, are in China. He may have mm -hmm. offices in New York, but his, his ships are in China. And yep. uh, you, you know that he is very influential. Well, look at... What's the other guy uh, uh, who was who was uh, sleeping with Fang Fang? Oh, I can see his face. He he was the guy who was. Uh, well, I won't say it. That's actually not a very kind thing. Actually, I will say it. He was the guy who was caught on Mike farting. Oh, <laughs> uh, Swalwell, Eric Swalwell. Thank you very much. Yes, Eric Swalwell. You, you didn't see that. It was an open mic who was being interviewed about something, and all of a sudden, either somebody had a whoopee cushion in the room, in the room, or you he, know, or he had a very uh, interesting dinner. You know, we've yeah, <laughs> we've all had that sudden attack of gas, but you know, if you're sitting there talking with a crowd, and all of a sudden there's a mic there, you know, I would have said, "I'm not going to sit there." I would have. Oh, somebody stepped on it, a duck. Is there somebody playing the trumpet in here? What's going? On? <laughs> I, mean, I would. I would have if I felt that because you you usually have a few seconds. You know, I think the thing that made it interesting. Excuse me for a minute, and I would walk out. I think what's interesting about Swalwell though is that. It was not subtle. And he he almost acknowledged it with his eyes, but kept smiling and kept commenting. <laughs> he didn't miss a beat. But, I mean, it, you know, if I was running the sound on that interview, uh, it would have pegged the meter, you know. But <laughs> anyway, Eric Swallow. Yeah, and he was, well, dating, you know. he was dating Fang Fang. By the way, what is it with the same name twice? Fang Fang. I don't know. You know, the, I, I've got a line for it, but I'm leaving oh, Fang Fang alone. Oh, I know where your line is. So, you know, um, yeah, you probably do. Anyway, Joe Biden was was speaking over the weekend, and you'd be surprised to hear that he put his foot in his mouth a couple of times. Just a couple? <laughs> yeah. Listen, this is Joe on uh, on drilling. Listen. Thank you. No more drilling. more drilling. I haven't formed any new new drilling. No more drilling. That's Joe saying loudly and uh, with a great deal of fervor. No more drilling. No more drilling. 
So, uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre was asked about it, and here's how she responded yesterday in the uh, press briefing. Yeah, I remember President this. President Biden made a pledge last night during the New York rally to approve, quote, no more drilling for oil. Uh, but does he see that as being in conflict with his efforts to lower gas prices? So, no, we don't see that in conflict. Look, the president was asked about new drilling in the Arctic. Uh, and when the Trump administration opened uh, the Arctic refuge for drilling, not a single major oil company actually bid on the sale. And so there is no shortage uh, of opportunity for these companies to produce oil here in the United States. They're sitting on 9,000, you've heard us talk about this, 9,000 unused but approved uh, drilling permits. He said uh, last Thursday in New Mexico that oil companies, quote, should be drilling more uh, and that if they were drilling more, we would have more relief at the pump. So does he see that statement as being in conflict with the Sunday statement, should they be drilling more or, or less for oil? So again, oil companies are sitting on 9,000, again, 9,000 unused but approved drilling permits. They're sitting on them. And uh, again, there's no shortage of opportunity uh, for, for companies to produce oil here in the United States, 9,000 unused permits. Uh, and uh, the president has been clear that rather than using their record profits uh, to pad shareholders' pockets, these companies need to ramp up production and also uh, lower gas prices. It is something that the president believes that can be done. Okay, but what we didn't hear when Joe made the comment was the word Arctic. Okay, she's well, saying no, it was Arctic, but he didn't say Arctic. No, he didn't say Arctic. And the other thing that she is not saying, if you understand oil leases and permits, let's say that I own a strip of ground and I think there's going to be oil there, you know, and I'm prospecting. It doesn't mean there is. There are ways to check. So I get the, uh, the lease, the permit to drill. Yeah. But if I all of a sudden know... There ain't no oil there. You know, I drill a test hole. There's no oil there. I might have the lease. I might have the permit, but I'm not drilling because there's not a damn thing there. What you said is absolutely what the oil companies have said. Just because you have 9,000 permits doesn't mean we're going to drill there because we've continued testing and there's nothing there. If you know somebody that lives in Pennsylvania, Texas, Arkansas, Louisiana, you know, places that I've been, you know, and, and I'm not an oil person, but I do remember, you know, investing groups coming up saying, look, you know, we need to, and this was back in the eighties when you sit there, you know, putting a hole on the ground to test might be 30, 35, $40,000. So you would get 10 people who would sit there and say, yeah, I'll throw $3,000 in on that bet. $3,000 you could lose or, you know. Big money you could gain if you're getting 100 barrels a day. but We got know. more from Jumpin' Joe in a, in a few minutes, uh, but we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. CRN America. For nearly 30 years, crime was falling in the United States. No more. The national murder rate is at its highest in 25 years. The result of far-left policies that leave innocent Americans at the mercy of violent criminals. You've seen the images. Subway riders pushed onto tracks by the violently deranged. Stores being looted in broad daylight. Elderly women viciously beaten on the street and outside their homes. Gang shootings turning cities into war zones. 
hardened criminals rampaging without fear. No fear of arrest. No fear of prosecution. No fear of bail. No fear of any consequence at all. Instead, you are made to live in fear. Woke progressive prosecutors are releasing dangerous predators before trial. Woke far-left politicians have allowed our streets and parks to be overrun with crime and drugs. Police have been made into the enemy and criminals into a protected class. Violent crime is up 21% in Washington, D.C., 35% Chicago, 41% in New York City, and murders are up 207% in Portland. Cities in chaos, billions in property damages, lives and families destroyed. Stop the woke war on police. Stop the far-left assault on public safety. Stop the radical left-wing love affair with criminals. Stop the insanity. Citizens for Sanity paid for this ad. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. Okay, we were talking about Joe and his faux pas, which he has a tendency to make on occasion. Uh, he made one when it came to the uh, the drilling. He mm-hmm. made a big one over the weekend. I'm sure you heard about this, about coal. He made, oh, yeah. He really put his foot in his mouth. Here's what he said. Listen. So it's going to become a wind generation. And all they're doing is you're going to save them a hell of a lot of money and using the same transmission line that transmitted the coal-fired electric on. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America and having wind and solar. How does he think that goes over in places like uh, Kentucky, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania? We're going to shut those coal, those coal places down. They're at, they're at. Yeah, where, where are these guys getting? Now, look, I know it's a dangerous way to uh, get fuel, although things have gotten better. Um, but no, th- that's their livelihood. Yeah. And that livelihood's been attacked for years. And now you can just take it all away? What, Joe, what are you going to replace it with? Oh, he said it. Wind, solar. Wind and solar do nothing right now. Nothing. I mean, no, they if, don't if, do anything. if you get and a cloudy day, your your solar is cut down. You don't get any wind. Well, the turbines don't spin. Yeah. Well, am I going to get uh, am I going to get a big crew of people making seventy five bucks an hour? You know, they go down on a hole, drive the trucks. You know, or uh, maybe you know they 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 also kind of a crazy thing that they do the bulldozers where they scrape the side of a mountain. They do a thing called yo-yoing. If you've ever seen it, one dozer at the top, cables holding the one on the side of the mountain, it's strip and mining. he pulls it up. Strip mining, I believe it's called. Am I right? The, yeah, uh, yeah, but they, yeah, the process on the side of a mountain is called yo-yoing, which is dangerous as hell. But And they deserve making big money for that. But the point is, is that it is something we've done for years, and there is an, uh, a plentiful supply of coal uh, and I'm sure there's safer technology out there to get it. But instead of investing in that, and coal's pretty clean burning, too, as I recall. But They're no. trying to pacify the uh, the environmentalists. In the meantime, they're doing nothing to stop China from opening new coal-fired plants all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, China has said, hey, we're not doing any of this cutback stuff. We're going to con- keep generating a lot of our electricity via coal. And, and yeah. they're building new plants. Even as we speak, there are new plants opening up. But Karine Jean-Pierre uh, had to take the stage yesterday and uh, try to clarify Joe's coal comments, too. Listen. 
Really briefly to clarify something you mentioned um, here at the podium, uh, you mentioned about the president's statement or what the president said on Saturday regarding coal. Um, you mentioned a couple times or repeated a couple times today that those words were twisted. So who twisted them? Did Manchin twist them? Did someone else twist them? It's how it was reported out was being twisted. Um, so if you, and I want to be really clear because this is important, uh, if you read the full transcript, the president was very clear commenting on a fact of economics and technology, uh, as it has been from the, its earliest days as an energy superpower. America is once again in the midst of an energy transition, and the president is determined to make sure that this transition helps all Americans, and he's been very clear about that. And these weren't some novel comments, uh, as they were taken and twisted to be. Uh, the president has has talked for years about this energy transition and the need to support coal uh, communities through it, and so it was it was twisted uh, by by many others, and so we wanted to make sure that there was some clarity. Have you noticed that Corinne uh, Jean Pierre's nose has been growing consistently since she's taken this job? Yeah, she really. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's getting pretty good at the lie, and it's. It, but it's obvious. It's an obvious lie. You know, she should write a book, the uh, the poop souffle by. Uh, well, never mind. Well, th there is. That's uh, what she's doing. She's serving up a bunch of crap. There's no way that she can she can correct uh, what he said. I mean, he said, obviously, we're going to shut these things down all across the country. Yeah. What do you exactly. say? And then she's going to try to clarify that statement. Well, what he what he really said was no, no, no. He said this. We have it on tape. This is A, B, and C. And have you noticed, by the way, the press in the White House briefing room, the difference between how they approach the uh, press secretary today and Trump's press secretaries, all of them, uh, night and day, when it was Trump's secretary. They were aggressive, nasty, confrontational. They just nailed. Uh, because all, uh, most of them were white women, and they bad. They bad. They they just bad. But I mean, you know, you no, I'm not not even going to go there. But it's obvious what they're doing. You know, it's like hiding behind children. You know, and they 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 make you guilty of something you're not guilty of. Well, on election day, uh, you're making decisions right now. They're making decisions on Georgia uh, mm -hmm. and Stacey Abrams. She's already making excuses for how the election is going to turn out. She's already, I think, resigned herself to the fact that she's not going to win. She's not going to be the next governor of, uh, of Georgia. But, you know, this may be one of the reasons why. A couple of days ago when she was out campaigning, she said this. I did not say, and nor do I believe in defunding the police. He is lying again. And I've never said that I believe in defunding the police. I believe in public safety and accountability. And I would have you look at my record, 11 years in the state legislature, 11 years serving on the Judiciary Non-Civil Committee, working with law enforcement, working with our Sheriff's Association, working with local government. Okay, that's pretty direct. She's never yeah. been for defunding police ever, never, never, ever, right? Mm -hmm. Wrong. What do we do about police departments? What about the defunding argument, which is that if you take some of the money away from police departments and put it into community programs, that that would be more helpful? Do you agree with that? I agree that we have to have two conversations at the exact same time. 
have to have a reform conversation that acknowledges that the murder of George Floyd, the murder of Breonna Taylor, the murder of Ahmaud Arbery, the murder of Tony Dade, the murder of Rayshard Brooks, the murder of black men and women whose litany is too long to go into on the show, that those behaviors have to be changed because we do have legitimate needs for public safety, for domestic violence victims, for children who are at risk. There are real reasons to have public safety, but the way we currently construct our police and the way we dehumanize those who should benefit from their safety must stop. But we also have to reallocate resources to invest in community. We have to improve education. We have to improve healthcare. We have to improve community programs that actually widen the likelihood of communities of color, particularly black communities, surviving and thriving. And the notion that we have to put these two conversations in conflict is false. What is true is that we can and must do both, reallocate resources for the public good and for the humanization of black communities, but also make certain that extrajudicial killings do not continue in our country. So, so yes to some defunding. We have to reallocate resources, so yes. If there's a moment where the resources are so tight that we have to choose between whether we murder black people or serve black people, then absolutely our choice must be service. But I actually think it's creating a false choice and a false narrative that's playing into the hands of Donald Trump and the Republicans and sometimes into a media narrative that seeks to make overly simplistic decisions. Slogans help. Framing things through language helps but we cannot be distracted from the policy responsibilities we have. And that's my focus. So what does that say? That says to me that she's a liar, pure, unadulterated, no lie. She's a liar. She says, I've never been for defunding the police. And then we just played for you tape of her saying she's for defunding the police. Well, what she said was reallocate money, which is defund and give it to somebody else. But yeah, but when push came defense, to shove, but then when, but when Bill, when, they, when push came to shove, she said, she well, yeah. said yes, yeah, I'm for defunding the police. That's where I was going. Yeah. I was saying, but when she made that one statement, she dotted the i's and crossed the t's. Reallocate is defunding, but she, and when the when asked point blank, well, so we defund, you know, no, we reallocate money. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, means she did say it, so she is a liar, and she knows it. She's trying to hide behind this, you know, this this word game that the the the, the word game that yeah. all Democrats play. Well, if I say it this way, I I I am saying what they're saying, but it's different words, so it doesn't count. Would someone best. please tell me? Maybe it's because I'm just a stupid old guy. But would someone please tell me how defunding the police is a smart? good thing that will be for the betterment of our, our society. These are the people that help keep our society uh, in a law and order state. I mean, if you take away police, if you take away money for new equipment, what does that do to make our society better? I don't understand it. I never have. I never, ever have. When I hear a, a politician get up there and say, well, I think we should uh, defund the police, the first thing I, I think of is, you have got to be a stupid SOB. A stupid mm -hmm. and deceitful SOB to get up in front of the crowd. You're saying that because you're playing to emotions. You know, yeah. there, there's, there's no rationale that says that defunding the police is a good thing. If you don't have police in a, in a society, a civil society, you have no law and you have no order. You have chaos and anarchy. That's what you have. 
Yeah, but they're not promoting that. What they're doing, they're promoting taking the money away from the police and trying to get on the emotions and giving this money to somebody else. A social because, worker. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're buying votes is what they're doing with the with a with a policeman's salary and they're they're gonna take away his food from the table, his kids' scholarship money, and his mortgage and give it to social worker i got a scenario for you let's say you are held hostage right by a raving lunatic with a big mean looking gun and the, the guy is in contact with the police out front and you hear the police say don't do anything we'll call for a social worker yeah you're in trouble you know it's time to make sure the will is okay and that you've said goodbye to the family because it ain't gonna work out well for you I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah the, the words in my mind would be, dear Lord, forgive him for what he, he's about to do. <laughs> yes. You know, because this ain't going to be say? pretty. Put your I'm going to say you, Lord. <laughs> put your head between your legs and, and kiss, kiss it, your yeah. gluteus maximus goodbye. Yes. Um, I knew gluteus maximus. I'm sure you well, did. Well, as a matter of fact, I, I gluteus, his brother, yes. is president right now. Is he really? I thought he yeah. was a, a Roman emperor myself. So, again, it's election night. You got to vote. You got to go out mm -hmm. and vote. It, it's the it's the right thing to do, no matter what you think about corruption. No, you just can't make it easy for them to steal the election. There is, is the belief that if you just overwhelm the system, you just have so many votes in favor of the right side that they just can't cheat. But we live in a time of of computers where things yeah. can be changed in a keystroke. And uh, that's where I have my doubts. But you got you got to vote. Yeah. As a matter of fact, as soon as this is done, I'm going right down the street and I'm going to cast my ballot. And uh, I'm praying for the best. I'm not going to hope because hope, you know, you, you know what happens when yeah. you hope for. It. But, you know, I, I'm I got to trust and have faith and pray that things will go the way they should. And, you know, either way, we're going to have to deal with the outcome, however we deal with it. Uh, anything else you want to add before we uh, bid the audience adieu on this uh, this Tuesday, Election Day of 2022? Well, I'm just going to say tomorrow should be an interesting show because the elections will be over. We will have pre preliminary numbers, and I'm sure there's going to be stalled tactics uh, that are going on Votes still still being counted. Any race that they want to win, Pennsylvania, Georgia, yeah. yep. even out in Arizona, they're going to be going, well, you know, we can't get to all the votes. Well, there were late mail-in ballots that yes. we're still waiting for. So they're going to delay, 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 drag it on as far as they can. So the longer going to they, be that. The longer they delay, Bill, the easier it is for them to to figure out how many votes they need to win. That's exactly what they're yeah. doing. They're, it's like a body count. They're doing a body count to say, well, we need this many voters to do it. Get the print in there. <laughs> and then uh, we're going to find out the debacle with the uh, the lottery, too, you know, the, the Powerball, which may be the big distraction. I mean, I do find it odd. Of all the times That's that they true. have a glitch with a Powerball and a national uh, lottery, uh, this is the time? Really? Yeah, yeah, no. It's it. Well, boy, we've become so cynical, haven't we? 
<laughs> no, I'm not cynical. I'm just, you know what? You just I'm don't trust anybody. I'm a realist. Yes. And I take people for what they really are, crooks. Oh. I think that's a heck of a way to end the show. What do you think? Uh, we should remind so. people that they can they can contact us at 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868, which also means let's vote, 833-LET'S-VOTE. That's probably the last time we'll use it for a couple of years, that little line, because... Uh, it's the last time you're going to have a chance to vote for a couple of years. 833-538-7868. And that number is good for both entities for It's Another Day or um, CRN America. Uh, for the mail, it's mail at itsanotherday.com, mail at itsanotherday.com. You want to go direct to CRN. And we're still in the developmental stages, so every once in a while you hear some pauses and glitches. Those will go away, but... Uh, we were new, uh, uh, and we we are new. We have a uh, we Los have Angeles. a uh, an app coming out too soon. I would imagine. Oh yeah, right? you saw the app last very night. Nice, that, uh, very nice, very nice. I think very I simple, very plain. Yeah, it's uh, it's it'll be nice and simple. CR in America, uh, news commentary, opinion, uh, and it's um, golden black. What will they do? Just hit a button on the uh, on the app, and I believe what that does because that was the thing. Do you want it to go straight to the stream, or do you want it to go to the web page? I wanted to go to the web page because we might include other streams, and then you wouldn't be. We'd have to do yet right. another app. And how many apps do you want? So you hit the app button, and it'll take you to, to the, the web page, and, and then, then you'll you be able hit, to make selections. Yeah, you'll be able to. Right now, it's one selection. Yes, uh, that's right. But it is an interesting venture, friends, and it's something we hope you uh, you you at least sample. See how you like it. And again, right now, it'll be fun to listen to because you'll also be able to hear the mistakes we're making putting it together. That's always interesting. Oh, they screwed that up. But that happens when you have a new venture, and it won't be long before all systems will be running smoothly, I'm sure. We're going to stumble. We're going to trip. We're going to keep getting up and running, and that's what it does. So you got mail at itsanotherday.com, mail at crnamerica.com. Any way you want to, that's how you get to us. Have a great day, friends. Don't forget, get out there and vote. Bill, you got to get going. Get to the polls. Uh, what, what, do I have to do something today? You have to vote. Vote? Today's election day. <laughs> I'll see you. I got to go. Yes, I think he does. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America.